Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Joe Ruiz with XFit Training out of California. Joe, what's going on, man? Happy Tuesday. How are you feeling today? I'm good. It's a gorgeous day. Uh, Cold, but gorgeous. There we go. I love that. We're excited to have you on. Uh, And uh, I mean, I don't love the cold part, but gorgeous day is what we love here. So uh, let's dive into this, man. Let's get into the nitty gritty here. Let's start with a very basic question. Give the viewers some perspective, man. You know, Joe, how many members are you serving currently? Right now, we're right around the 150 mark. Okay. Yeah. 150. And so, you know, I, I think another question to always follow up with is, is, you know, if you're at 150, how much higher can you go, man? I mean, you know, it, 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 I feel like square footage just always plays a factor, but how many more do you think you could handle? Well, I know pre pandemic, we're a little above 200. So we're okay. right around 75% of what we did. We're right around 80% of the classes that we used to, um, Gotcha. Uh, have um but like i took over my fitness club in february 2020 so a month and a half okay. later pandemic hit so i so i i don't know exactly what where it was during its heyday um right okay. now i think um i'd be overworked but we could probably double the amount of uh, people and and uh the gym can probably handle can handle it wow Awesome. Holy cow. And so, you know, for you, I mean, I think every gym is different, but what's been the best method of getting new people interested coming through your doors, you know, wanting to work with you? Um, over the years, JJ, uh, I discovered different platforms that helped me um, uh, do what I know was not my expertise. And that's over social media, that's over the World Wide Web. But they they help me keep my members. They help they help me um, get referrals, which is probably still king. I, as long as I've been in this industry, the uh, referral is king of getting new people and just making sure that people know about about me, the new people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things, right? It's like how how can we make sure that we provide a good enough service where people talk about us and talk good about us. So that yeah. is a big question. And so now let's say in the short term, going into next year, I mean, what are you really trying to accomplish immediately? Like what's the big improvement for you going into 2023? Well, right now I I feel that at least in Northern California, we're at a spot where fitness is going to hit this renaissance now. Now that the pandemic's more near um, our rear view mirrors, uh, we're already starting to uh, feel it. A lot of more people are, are telling us how much they gain weight in these last couple of years, and they're and they're more comfortable coming back. So it's really just making sure we grab the bull by its horns and start promoting, start using more of our advertising dollars. Which the last two years, at least for me, I was kind of scared because when 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 you're um, when, when your county says you got to close your doors and you have no say over it and 
that was a scared point. So it's just like, oh, okay, I need to hang on tight to my money and just do whatever I can to help the member base while still be smart and conservative. And I think we're kind of past those days now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And so, you know, I mean, for you, I always like to ask an advice question here. So what's that biggest piece of advice do you think to gym owners now going in and now finishing up being post COVID? Like what, what, what should, what should they be really looking to do now and how can they make sure that they're almost bulletproof if something like that was ever happen again? I don't know if we could ever be bulletproof. I mean, it was something that most likely none of us experienced. And so, I mean, we're all just winging it and having something what you guys have, the gym lord, for us to, to hear other gym owners on what they're doing and what's working. It's so we try to do the least amount of mistakes because we all do. But um, I think right now it's just trusting in others. Uh, most gym owners or uh, most trainers, they know they're, they're probably top aspect is being able to meet with a group of people or meet one-on-one -on -one with people and get them to their fitness goals. So it might not be the uh, social media, it might not be the internet. So make sure you find people that do have that expertise, trust in them and, and definitely let them go to work so that, so that you could do what you do best. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And, and, and one last question here before, uh, mm -hmm. before we finish it up. So, you know, if you had to wave a magic wand here and, and create the perfect business in your eyes, what do you think that would look like for you? Whether that's in the short term, long term, what do you think the perfect business for you would look like? Uh, well, short term is working smarter, not harder. Uh, that's always been the case. Uh, trying to make sure um, I have two children. I love to coach them. I like to have more time with them. Uh, being a, a small business owner, sometimes uh, you, have, uh, you have to teeter-totter on what, uh, what you can and cannot do. So in the short term, definitely um, work smart. And uh, so get the same amount of money, if not more, and uh, work less. Uh, my long-term, before I started uh, exit training, um, I had a goal of, um, I had a friend that we had this goal with. Uh, he moved on and I'm still with my goal, but in the next uh, five, 10 years, I would like to have different buildings within a two to three city mark, five to seven mile radius of just different expertise stuff. So have an adult gym, have a kid gym, have a sports arena, have a swimming pool area. So people who are members can go to all of them and they can go more towards where, where what thrives them inside the fitness or sports area. There we go, man. It's a mic drop of an answer there. It's a good place to wrap things up on this episode. But before we sign out here, Joe, I mean, please, if you have any social media, Facebook, website, anything at all, please let the viewers know where can we find out more about you and the facility yeah uh well my website is xfittraininggeastbay.com um i'm very proud of it. it took me over 10 years to make it where it's at right now uh and you could pretty much see anything in there uh, of, of what xfit training is about there we go 
There you go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for like two more seconds here, I just want to let you know how you can access the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining me on the show is Chris from Famous Wolf Strength and Fitness in Salem, Indiana. Welcome to the show, Chris. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Joe. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today to learn more about your facility. But before we dive into the business side of things, when you first opened your facility, you know, what was the vision you had in mind for it long term? Let's see. So going back to when I opened it up, um, honestly, the vision was just to start a business that made me some money um, um, and allowed me to pursue my passion, which is exercise, working out, living a healthy lifestyle. Um, I wasn't thinking 10 years ahead or anything like that. I was just thinking, um, you know, um, as a 28 year old, I'm just wanting to take the reins and um, just get something going. Cause I believe I have something to offer people. Mm-hmm. And so my vision of the business was just open it up and watch <laughs> the money come in and watch the people understand that what they're getting is something different than what you would typically get mm-hmm. from a gym membership. Um, just a new type of experience. And so that was my basic general vision for the gym. It wasn't anything I was looking at 10 years from now. It was just, um, I'm ready to do this. I have the experience, I have the knowledge and uh, I wanted to apply it. Awesome. So it sounds like, you know, you really just kind of dove right into this head first and you want to do it because it is your passion. You know, a lot of us fitness people, we get into this business because we love the fitness side, right? So I love that. So in terms of, you know, your gym, for the listeners, why don't you give them your elevator pitch? So what kind of services do you provide and what people do you serve at your facility? Yeah, so what you're getting with Famous Wolf Strength and Fitness is an exercise prescription optimized for you. It's going to be catered to what you want specifically Um, it's going to be extensive we're going to get to know a lot of your strengths and your weaknesses as well Um, and then we're going to do our best to make you better every single day and the way we do that is via tracking via being very detailed and goal oriented 
um, we're going to start you off with uh, like, you know, a two page questionnaire, and then we're just going to have an interview process with everyone that comes in pretty typical, but uh, as the gym owner, I'm also the head coach. And so um, I'm, I'm kind of filling all the roles here. Um, We're all the hats in the business. Yeah. I got them all on, you know? And so really it's, um, yeah, it's all about you. It's all about the individual and uh, building the relationship with me and me. I, it's important for me to understand what you want so that I can do my best to deliver it because I'm trying to cater specifically to people who would want to be athletes who are athletes or who want to train as an athlete, which requires a lot of organization, which mm-hmm. I provide as well. It requires dedication from the client, the consumer, AKA the individual listening to this right now. Um, and I'm just trying to, to make everything about this process better than what it is right now with a normal gym. Okay. Awesome. So a customized approach with the intention intentions of training with the, you know, athletic side of the fitness place. Awesome. So with that being said, you know, how many people are you currently serving at your facility, Chris? 20 people. Okay. So 20 people right now. So with that capacity, you know, what's the size of your facility? It's about a thousand, 1100 square feet, uh, the gym space area, and then a small office, a uh, small restroom. Okay. So 20 people with about a thousand to 1100 square feet. So in terms of capacity, what do you think is your max capacity at your facility, Chris? Hmm. Well, so max capacity at one time, um, I only allow four people to train in the gym per hour. So mm-hmm. I've got it. Um, I've got the equipment set out in a specific way to where um, how the programs are designed. You're always going to have like a barbell free or a rack free for, mm-hmm. for you if you need it, because everyone is doing everyone is doing a program in that hour, but everyone's doing their own program. So like you're working out of your own binder. Mm-hmm. You've got your specialized program there. You have uh, the weights that are there. You have notes uh, specific to you. And so, you know, I keep it capped at four because I, I don't want there to be any problems with space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the capacity as it is. Yeah, it, I cap it at four. So. Okay, awesome. So, you know, in terms of of that member base right now, how have you gotten those people into your facility so far? Yeah. So a lot of it has been with affiliations with other gym facilities, um, some referrals, uh, a few people that I actually know personally come in and train. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of it, and you know, I've done a lot of things like the SEO and I put up a banner at a school in the baseball field and, um, advertised via school programs and stuff like that. But I really don't think any of that gave me any return on the investment. Um, My main thing right now um, is getting it via word of mouth. Okay. Okay. So mainly through, you know, affiliations with schools and I mean, that's really just word of mouth, right? So with that word of mouth marketing, you know, strategy, how many people do you think normally that brings into your doors every month? Mm. 
or every week just to, you know, have it more simplified. Yeah. I mean, the walk-ups right now, um, I'll get a little bit more emails and phone calls than, than walk-ups. Not many people just walk straight up to the gym because whenever I'm not having a class or whenever I'm not training the people inside, the gym is closed. Okay. Uh, so I'm mostly getting contacts via email, via phone, and, uh, you know, Facebook messages and things like that. So um, two, three people per week is what I'm getting right now. Okay. So with the two to three people, is that where like you feel comfortable or do you want to bring more people in every week? Cause you just said that like, if you're not there, the gym's going to be closed. So, you know, do you want to be there more and bring more people in? Mm. I would, I would like to be there, but that would mean I'd have to ch- kind of change my business model. So with me wearing all the hats, I also have to have time to design programs mm-hmm. for every, every single person who comes in. Yep. Um, yeah, I have to have time to eat, to sleep. Um, Do the human stuff right, yeah. Train myself, um, which is still like a very prominent part of my schedule. Um, I, I train a lot myself personally. So, um, and then, you know, I have a, I have to go shopping and get groceries and prepare food and do all these things. So uh, the gym is going to have to be closed for a certain amount of time right now, just for me to fulfill, like you said, human duties, like um, individual needs personally. 100%. So, yeah. uh, so if I wanted to do something like, I would love to open up the gym all the time, like, and have someone there and staffed. It's just right now. Um, I, I don't have the, I don't have the capacity um, to expand right now just for, for a few different reasons. You know, it's uh, this area, it's uh, in Indiana. So it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more tough to get people to commit out here. Like the healthy lifestyle is not really like a norm uh, around this area. So um, I would have to be very set. Um, and comfortable right now before I wanted to, to totally change my business model. Cause, um, the coaching takes a lot, it's a lot of hours and like the design process as well. So I would need to hire a coach. I'd probably need to hire someone to accept phone calls and emails and things like that. Okay. Um, just, I could expand. Okay. So with that all being said, you know, along with the referrals and word of mouth, do you also use some social media, so Facebook or Instagram, to you know market your facility, or do you just stick to the referral side of business? Yeah, I definitely do the Facebook marketing. Um, I've got some ad spins that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely gets me more reach. Um, the The Facebook marketing is pretty powerful tool as far as the reach goes. You just have to specify the parameters you want exactly. I've I've found. Um, you know, getting that right is pretty important. Otherwise, you're just kind of blowing money, which is 100%. very easy to do in any type of, of advertising for a business. Um, you really need to know your niche or mm-hmm. know the market uh, in order to reap any benefits from the money that you put into it. Yeah, with, you know, actually, now that you mentioned that, I kind of want to go down like a little bit of rabbit hole here. 
you know, with the Facebook advertising, you really need to understand who your ICP is, your ideal client profile. What's the age, you know, are they male, female, you know, what, you know, size are they, are they smaller or bigger? What's their health right now? And through that, you're able to, you know, target specific audiences on the Facebook advertisements. So, you know, you mentioned that you do have some ad spend money on the side. So do you go into the like advertising campaigns or do you simply just press the boost for the Facebook ads, like right on the app? No, I usually do a campaign. Like I said, if I were to boost all my posts, like, yeah, people would see them. You'd blow your money though. Would, exactly. Like they ain't coming in to spend any money. I mean, no. they're going to look, they're going to, they're going to, you know, each, each view or post that gets shared, um, it's going to cost me a certain amount. And mm -hmm. so I want to optimize. I'm not just going to hit boost on everything because yeah, it's going to get my reach out there. Like people are going to like, it's going to pop up on the side, maybe on their feed. But likes but, do not equal cash in the business as revenue. Zero dollars come from a like, just so everyone is clear about that. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, with the advertising campaigns that you have used, you know, are you still doing that right now or have you strayed away from that? I have strayed away from it uh, for a little bit. I've, I've actually got, um, you know, I work a couple different jobs now and those are, um, you know, mostly weekend gigs a lot of the times and people don't usually come in and train on the weekends. So um, uh, that's been sustaining me a little bit as well. But um, yeah, just like I was kind of alluding to earlier, right now I'm kind of almost at my full capacity, like my limit for the space and for the time that I have available. Mm. And so I really need to keep the people I have and, and make sure that they are good to go and that, you know, Make sure you fulfill on your promises to your clients so that they don't, you know, turn and, and leave a bad review or say, Hey, don't work with this guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want anyone to go away. No, you know, but I mean, in business though, like churn is a definite guarantee, which is difficult. So, you know, I'm curious since you mentioned that you do have some side jobs there, you know, with the staffing at your facility, how do you, well, how do you plan on going about getting some staff on your team so you can, you know, delegate more and bring more people in so you can eventually become, you know, a full gym business owner? Yeah. So what's actually um, kind of crazy, I have put a listing up on Indeed and uh, mm -hmm. I got a lot of hits from that. And I just browsed a couple profiles and like I was very surprised at the uh, the merit educationally that a lot of these guys had and um you know i wasn't offering like a huge a huge um per hour rate or a salary or anything like that but i was still getting these hits from people and some a couple of the guys had ma like master's degrees oh wow that's interesting okay and, and they were looking you know and, and i was just like wow like they actually you know are highly qualified they're too qualified in order to come in and for the type of wage that i would be able to offer currently um until i would expand the business and like double double the amount of clients i had coming in i'm i'm like looking at what's available and what's out there and um i mean it seems to be there 
there are people out there who would be qualified to come in and, and start to take some of the workload off me so that I could focus on other efforts as far as expanding the, the um, client intakes and their attentions and um, yeah, going about spending more on ads, you know, mm-hmm. uh, doing that type of thing. I, I was actually very surprised at the responses that I got. Um, so now I'm just looking to see like, what is going to be the right time to move forward in that? Do I want to move forward in that? Yeah. Because um, it's all about timing. Yeah. Yeah. The timing and, you know, the side jobs too, um, they are providing the, the amount of income that is needed to kind of sustain everything right now as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, I'm kind of in the phase right now where I'm looking to, I'm looking to expand perhaps, or I'm just looking to keep it exactly how it is right now. Okay. That's a decision that I've actually, you know, been trying to figure out myself personally. Yeah, because and really, I mean, to run a gym, man, it's it's it, it's a lot, um, especially with with all the hats that I have on. And hundred um, percent, yeah, being a gym owner is not easy, and I wish that, you know, more people would understand that, you know, like coming into this business, it's it's going to be a roller coaster every single day. It's it's like so one day is going to be an amazing day. The next day it's going to be the lowest day on planet earth. So, I mean, yeah. So, you know, kind of transitioning. What, what, what was 100% that? Because like, yeah. you know, if I, I know that I'm keeping people happy, you know, um, but say something goes wrong with like a family member and they have to take a step back. If I have 20 people and I have like, you know, uh, if I have, you know, 75% of the money you make may come from just like 25% of your customers. So mm-hmm. if I were to lose two or three really good of my, like my best clients. It's a big hit on revenue. Oh yeah. Like then I'm actually in a, that's a dicey situation whenever you have a lot of things like overhead and things on the line. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then some, and you, it's unpredictable, you know, with the way things are and how fast things move and how people's situations are changing now with everything going on in the world economy. It just takes one little slip one time, one bad day, and it could turn into a bad week and a bad week could be a bad month. And then it definitely can, especially, you know, in terms of, you know, the metrics of business would churn in this industry. It's, it's 10% monthly churn on average. So, you know, let's just say you have, you know, 10 clients in one month, theoretically one is going to drop off no matter what. So, and that could be a very large client. So, you know, it's very important to be able to get more people in and to staff your gym so you can really have a thriving business. Um, So, you know, with all that being said, I'm curious here, what does the process look like? You know, when someone asks you about your gym or, if they, you know, walk in, what does the process look like of new lead to new member? So the first thing I do is, is we have a 30 minute to an hour session. Um, I start them off with the athlete questionnaire and the waiver form, of course. So my athlete questionnaire is like two pages long. Um, it just gives me a general scope on what they're looking for from a coach, just so I can make sure that it's a right fit firsthand because I, uh, for lack of a better word, don't want to waste my time or your time if I know from the questionnaire, you know, uh, 
Yeah, it's basically it, like a qualification paper of saying, is this person worth it to speak with, right? It, it's a tryout yeah. questionnaire because like if you're looking for um, – if like you're, if your main goal is like something that is very general that I think you could accomplish yourself or at another gym for way less money, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. And if I, if I have any questions about, you know – um, your past experience or, or even if I'm feel like I'm unqualified to offer what you need, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm not going to waste any more time yeah. trying to, uh, because like you said, the churn, um, time is money. It um, is. It's our most valuable resource on this earth, on this earth is our time. Um, and yeah, so. It's finite, very finite. So. Um, I'm going to try to understand as much as I can about you in the, our first interactions as possible. You know, I'm going to, cause I'm going to be, I'm not going to be putting you through something extensive, but I am going to be testing like your resolve a little bit, just seeing where you're at um, physically. Mm -hmm. And then from that, I'm going to form my own conclusion on whether I think that you're ready for the type of programming that I'm going to be prescribing. Okay. Awesome. So it sounds like there's like a, whole, it's basically like a whole qualification process before you even mm -hmm. think about turning them into a member. Cause you don't want to waste their time. You don't waste your time. Right. Uh, but it does look like we are, you know, wrapping up here in like in terms of time. So last question for you, paint me and the listeners a picture here. What are your short term? So three to six months and long term, So five to 10 years from now goals, what are those look like? Yeah, so my short-term goals in three to six months, that would be to, I would like to really get more into perhaps online prescription and exercise programs, um, just so I can have a, a more steady income and not have to take a lot of time away from from um, my day-to-day. -day. So um, I'd really like to get, I think it'd be cool because this is becoming more popular now and I I know that gyms are already offering this type of online training. What would be perfect for me is if I could get some type of um, in-suite program on my website mm -hmm. that would allow me to kind of like tap in like into a Zoom call and kind of like just watch you work out for like just one session. And from that session, I could give you specific pointers on what you need to work on, if whether it's form or whether it's intensity or whether it's, you know, any type of variable that I think is something that I could control that would optimize your exercising. Mm -hmm. I'd like to incorporate that because it's a little bit less time consuming for me. And yeah. I still think people could get a lot out of it. Um, coaching is very subjective um, rather than objective. I mean, objective is the weight tracking. It's all the parameters that you would you know, estimate as far as like how you need to progress. Those are objective measures of progress, but the subjective part of coaching is a huge part of it because sometimes people aren't after numbers. Yeah. It's not about the numbers. It's about how it feels to do the squat. Exactly. Not about the numbers you're putting up on the squat because I mean, you know, not everyone has numbers goals. Some people may have a goal in terms of, you know, feeling better, you know, mentally in terms of health. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, like things that we're doing, like compound lifts like that, they have an effect on your endocrine system. Like we all know that doing squats properly at full depth with a pretty moderate weight with like 
moderate to high reps is actually going to boost your testosterone level. I mean, your whole body is, is, uh, you know, it's going to get affected by that. Yeah, exactly. In terms of your, your chemistry side of your body, right? Your biology side. Yeah. It's not all about the, you know, the, the brain and the body, uh, it's it's all going to be one thing and if I can affect your body in the right way it's going to affect your brain in the right way it's going to release the right chemicals it's going to get um, your whole system firing at a higher level so that's something I think I could do with online and in five to ten years the long-term goal I would just love to have um, a staff on board I would love to have more clients I'd love to have like a compound set up to where it's not just about coming to work out we're all coming and and it's a place to hang out. It's a place to have a community, you know, um, a local community. And like, we would be, we're talking about doing things together. Like perhaps like, you know, it, it wouldn't be like having another family, but it would give you that connection that I think is missing from a lot. You, how many times do you go in the gym and you just don't talk to anybody? And like, you look around and it seems Almost like no one. Every time I go in the gym, I never talk to anyone so no having that talking. community feel would help a lot and also having that community feel would also help in terms of business right because you're creating that community feel you're able to bring in more revenue um, and all of that good stuff for the business right so you know for the listeners where can they find you on your socials or your website yeah. so so you can mostly find all my stuff on facebook you can just search famous wolf strength and fitness um also you can go on instagram it's at famous wolf sf s for strength f for fitness you can check out some of my stuff there and yeah i'm working on updating the website now um i had a website going at famouswolfsf.com and i'm now updating that website now just to get it more catered towards the online type of um of uh of market so you know, I'm working on all that stuff right now currently, but Facebook and Instagram, you know, the deal. Um, you can also find me on Google maps, Google reviews. You can just search my name, famous wolf strength and fitness, and you'll see what, uh, I got, you know, we'll have pictures and, you know, I've got some podcasts up on YouTube too. If y'all want to check any of that stuff out, you know, so yeah. Uh, awesome, Chris. Thank you for sharing those. And I want to thank yeah. you personally for hopping on the podcast today and, you know, sharing your insights and your story of becoming a gym business owner. It's awesome. Um, and to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. And don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you are interested in joining us to talk about your gym, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. 
Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily Newton. And joining us on the show is Sharon from Pottsville Out of School Kill Area and Wellness. Ariel, excuse me, and Wellness. Hey, Sharon, how are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. So, you know, we're definitely so excited to have you on the show. But before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you want to start the gym in the first place. So I describe my uh, gym to people as in some place they can come and have fun while they're working out. Uh, We get to relax here. We get to uh, invert, which means hanging upside down. And we get fit all at the same time. Um, anybody can come do this. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of stress reduction and relief. Um, and people really enjoy it. And they like to come back. Um, I got started with Ariel specifically. Uh, actually, after a back injury, um, I had doing from a little bit of overtraining. And so I was unable to do anything for about five months. And what I was able to do to try and rehab my back was yoga. So I started back in with yoga. And during this time of injury to healing, I found aerial classes online. And I thought I really wanted to take one of those classes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a little bit of a a background with gymnastics um, that I really like to do it as a child. But it's certainly something you don't need for this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really wanted that ability as an adult to continue doing gymnastics per se. Um, So I took a class when I felt as though I was healed enough. And Mm -hmm. my first class, I was sold. I said, I'm going to open up a studio. And six months later, we opened up. And here we are. Um, Okay, I think that's pretty cool. Um, Because I feel like that is something that I would want to do like as an adult. But I feel like for me, it's kind of hard for me to find a place like where other adults will also want to do that also. Right. Um, so I think it's cool that you're showing like as an adult, you can still, you know, move your body any type of way that that you want to, which is pretty cool. Right. And yeah. you you can improve your um, body, improve your posture, improve yeah. like your uh, mental health. There's so many things that go along with this mm-hmm. um, that it's you can start at any age. I have people that started at 65 um, and they still come. So it's a lot wow. of fun. OK. Mm-hmm. So uh, it sounds like you have a pretty uh, diverse set of, you know, members. So how do you get people, and this is, I think is a really important question, like you're a business owner. Um, How do you find clients? So my primary way of getting clients right now is through Facebook. Um, I post uh, pretty much every day. Um, I actually follow along too with local events. So if somebody's having a local event and I could somehow be involved in it in any way, we tag each other and um, and then I get a lot of interest there. Um, I also run specials and I run events um, because people do like to, like if they know, oh, it's open all the time, I'll get to it. If there's a definitive end date on an event, then you know people are more likely to come in and sign up. Gotcha. Okay. So with the with what you're doing online on Facebook, is it all organic or are you you know doing paid advertisement? I'm not doing any paid advertisements at this point. Okay. So all organic organic posting. 
Right. Okay. Any particular reason um, that you haven't done the paid advertising yet? Um, I well, I have tried it for other things in the past, okay. and I didn't see that it was beneficial. Like that, okay. it really made a difference. And maybe I'm not doing it correctly because I'm not the yeah. most savvy person <laughs> when it comes to uh, the computers and phones and all that kind of kind of thing, electronics. So um, it might be just a matter of my finding the right venue or uh, place to do it and doing it the right way. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, kind of, we were kind of talking about this earlier um, when, you know, we started out in the industry, we came in as, you know, trainers and coaches who love helping people, but, you know, not necessarily being an expert on marketing and advertisements and things like that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, when I signed up to open up, I didn't realize all the business end of it and the marketing end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, with well, that being said, like when you get your members in the door, what does that process look like? Kind of walk us through the client journey. So I'm always with them. I'm greeting them. I'm letting them know what's happening. I'm offering them specials. Um, at the end of class, I usually do that. I offer them like what, what we have, what they can do. Um, I always offer like open-ended, like if there's anything you want, just let me know and I'm, and I'm able to do that. Um, and then we have follow-up also, um, you know, after they leave, we have follow-up emails that go out, um, thanking them for stopping in. Yeah. Okay. The follow-up. Yes. There's fortune in the follow-up. That's what I always like to say. Mm -hmm. So what type of services do you guys offer? I know you do the so aerial. Primarily we do have the aerial, but with the aerial, um, you can do private parties. I get a lot of kids doing, wanting to do parties. Um, mm -hmm. and some adults wanting to come in just to relax, you know, and unwind with their friends. Um, we'll even do something like, you know, bringing your own beverage or snacks, you know, so they can unwind and just hang out with uh, their friends. Uh, I also offer a cardio kickbox jam, which is a funky uh, kickboxing class where we punch and kick to the music. Um, mm -hmm. We have Zumba, uh, we have um, yoga, we have weightlifting and also um, with the weightlifting is just barbell training. So just learning how to use the barbell. A lot of what I do is very beginner basic. So I'm teaching the basics so that the people are confident with what they're doing and they can stay or then they can find other activities where they want to participate in. But along my journey, I also um, developed um, a massage roller device. It's called heavy metal rollers. And I do a class that I created with that. And so uh, we add that class in there also. And a lot of my classes also too, I offer if, if like a company or a group wants to have it at their venue that I can be mobile. So then I can go there too. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, what did you say? The name Except of the, the Ariel. Ariel has to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I can see what you have going on in your background there. And it looks like a pretty interesting uh, setup. Yes. We have hammocks hanging from the ceiling and when everybody gets in, they can, you can lay in the hammock at the end of the class and they're little cocoons. So it looks like, you know, just little floating people around. It's really neat. Yeah. Okay. So you've been in business for about two and a half years, correctly? Yes. Correct. So that kind of aligns with when COVID started or a little bit like after COVID started. Can you kind of tell us about like your journey through COVID because you, are, you made it and you're obviously still here. So how yes. were things then and how are they now? 
So I initially opened up six months prior to COVID. And just since my doors opened, I really didn't do hardly any advertising. I posted a couple things on Facebook, look what's coming. I had an open house uh, for free, free classes for four days. And I had a lot of people coming for that. And then each month it built up more and more and more. Then COVID hit. Um, and we just initially, we just got shut down. So during that time, I did get a chance to hone in on my marketing skills and learn some more about marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that now, um, we're still rebuilding. Um, but it's more, it's more trying to let people know that we're still here, um, getting word out there when we're having classes and the specials and the activities and, um, and just, um, bringing awareness back to them. Yeah. Yeah. So still in that rebuilding phase after, after the pandemic. So, I mean, where yes. do you, where would you like to see things go in the future? Like think, let's talk about like long-term goals and improvements. Um, so I would like to have um, like more classes more often. And okay. I think for me, again, it's just a matter of letting people know we're here because even though we have been here for three years, there are still people and we live in a very small community um, and a small county um, and people still don't know we're here. So I still have to work on getting it out there. Um, and then with where I live, um, we're a little more economically disadvantaged. So um, many of the older population, like I'm thinking, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody, but I'm going with like yeah. 40 and above are really not computer Facebook savvy. So I have to use old school uh, advertising in the newspaper, on the radio, those types of things, billboards. Um, so I have to use all different types of advertising, advertising because my clientele is anywhere from age five to 105. <laughs> so, um, so I have to, you know, I'm trying to cover all the bases. Gotcha. Okay. So from what, um, if I, you know, understood that correctly, basically, what you're working on is just figuring out a way to let people know that you're out there. So kind yes. of like raising awareness in a sense. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Um, awareness is, is definitely key, especially when it comes to, to business. You know, if nobody knows you this, um, they, you won't be able to, you know, offer them the, the great services that you have. Right. And the other thing I'm doing also, I forgot to mention is I'm, I'm building right now an online course like a pre-course before you come in here um, just to show people that it's really not that hard and there's only there's only a few little things that if you really want to you can do at home practicing as if you're using a hammock um, just so they feel more confident coming in here that it's not so difficult <laughs> yeah so it's kind of a way to like get a little bit of experience before the actual experience itself right right <laughs> okay so um, talk to me a little bit about like tracking. Um, are you tracking like attendance, who's showing up, you know, who may be leaving on a month to month basis? I have that availability in my system that the system mm -hmm. that I use for my, um, uh, for signing up. Um, and so that's in there. I don't necessarily look at it and I should look at it a lot more often than I do. Um, and I do get a lot of one-timers, like they come in for the experience and then they don't come back. So that is something that I do need to focus a little bit more on is pulling people back in. Um, I do, I have noticed that when there is 
a special <laughs> or something happening and I get that out there via, you know, email um, blast, I'll, I'll get people to come in for that, for those types of things. Gotcha. Okay. So almost a good point for us to wrap things up here. I just have a few more questions for you. Um, thinking about the future and you, you kind of touched on this um, a few minutes ago, but if you could wave a magic wand six months down the road, how would you want your business to look from the inside out? Um, I would have classes or be here having classes running every day of the week. Because um, okay. right now I actually have a different job and I'm back in school. So um, six months <laughs> six months from now, um, I'm going to be done school and then I could use my training there, which is massage therapy. So that's a whole other component that I could add into that. And I would like to see myself be here full time offering, you know, more uh, and being here more and having people in the in and out, you know, more frequently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, beautiful vision. Uh, thank you for sharing with that with our listeners. And the last question I have for you is knowing what you know about business now, what is some advice that you would have given to Sharon before you first started on your journey? <laughs> um, maybe maybe do a little bit more research on the back end of opening the business. Cause there was just so much that I had to do to prepare the building and, and with yeah. code and with insurance and all those kind of things um, that I had no clue about. So it would be good to, it would have been better for me to have a mentor um, or somebody who had a business that I could go to, to say like, like have a checklist and this is what you have to do, check it off. Um, yeah. Just so I was prepared. Cause it just always seemed like, as soon as I got done one thing, oh, we have to do something else. And we got that and oh, we have to do something else. So when we should have opened in June, I couldn't open until September. So it was a three month kind of uh, delay in our opening. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, it's a really good place for us to wrap things up in this episode. But before we sign out, tell our listeners where they can find you. So we are located at 200 East Norwegian Street in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Um, okay. We can be found online at www.skookillarealandwellness.com. All righty. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciate your time and contribution to our podcast today. And we are so looking forward to what you're going to be able to accomplish down the road. So to everyone who tuned Thank in. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Oh, my bad. You're welcome. That's okay. <laughs> Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.